0: We return to Oilers now with Bob Stauffer. Brought to you by Digitex, managed print services to keep your printing costs down. Yeah,
1: Digitex does that.
0: D i g i t e x dot ca on Oilers Radio six thirty. Chad. Is 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stauffer and Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. Royal Pizza, pizza pasta, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list, there are 13 Edmonton and area locations. Actually, I think they're now up to 14. I know they're adding some uh, locales in Calgary as well. Go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stauffer recommendation is the Mediterranean Chicken. Brendan Escott's a fan of the Texan. We bring aboard Jack Michaels, Oilers radio network play-by-play voice, but also with NHL Hockey and Rogers and Sportsnet. And they put out the uh, release today, 60 regional games this year. On NHL hockey on uh, Rogers and Sportsnet. So does that mean you're doing, 60 or you doing 60? You're doing 60. Have you got your schedule already there, Jack? I don't have the schedule for the full
1: season, but I would suspect the number will be close to 60. Uh, you know, and a couple of those, Bob. I mean, as you know, uh, sometimes they turn into what they call rational games, which is a regional game that ends up being national partway through. So. Yeah, I'll still probably get a schedule month by month and uh, probably even more so, you know, this year as we continue to kind of work our way out of the whole – pandemic hopefully Hope- i mean i say work our way out uh, that's optimistically speaking but yes hopefully that uh that's exactly what we're looking at
0: all right jack so look we uh we're we're in attendance monday and tuesday this week uh for uh, the pros during the captain skates the last couple days in the dca in the downtown community arena for the rookies Is are you starting to get jacked up for it for sure, you know, Bob. It's
1: it's a it's a real process for you and I, you know, just in the rank and and starting to you know get back in that mode and start to look at players and and you know for us and I'm sure you've talked about your show throughout this week. You start projecting. All right. You know what are the guys that that might be able to make some noise at main camp and leave lasting impressions? Because that's really what rookie camp is all about. It's it's a chance to make a first impression, it's a chance to solidify spot at main camp, and it's a chance to get a leg up on some other guys who may not bring it early enough. And uh, you know we we have seen over the course of the years. Both in rookie camp and training camp, uh, you know, guys gain traction, earn themselves American Hockey League tryouts, uh, and 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 move up in the pecking order. That's that's what camp is all about: is is establishing yourself early, and either reinforcing or changing what the coaching staff's existing impressions of you are.
0: Jack, tell me this: over the last couple of days, who caught your eye out at uh, orders rookie camp?
1: Well, it's not so much who caught my eye, but, you know, the the position groupings in particular on defense, you know, just just the size Uh, and and again we're getting into some 16 and 17 draft picks as well Bob where 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 some guys that you and I haven't laid eyes on in two or three years have now filled out and and have and have gone from kind of lanky raw looking prospects into fully grown men who are going to contribute this year at the American Hockey League level and maybe not more than a year or two away from potentially drawing some NHL games uh, as far as, you know, definitively, the the biggest guy that's in terms of, uh, of how he's changed from what I remember him well, is Sam Rukos. I mean, to be honest with you, I, I had to, I had to check. Now I know he changed his number, but the other thing that struck me, Bob, is he went from kind of a, a Martin Marincin type of body to, you know, has this guy played in the league already? Like, who is this guy? I mean, I had to, I had to make sure that was him. So, so that was one guy just from a, you know, a body composition standpoint that you you do realize, and you and I didn't see these guys a year ago, two years is a big difference. And, and there was a lot of size out there to go along with speed and skill that you've come to expect from prospects uh, like Philip Roberg, who you and I first got to look at in the bubble.
0: You know who he kind of <laughs> remind me of? You're going to laugh at this. Uh, and this guy did play 500 games in the NHL. An eighth-round pick of the San Jose Sharks. Douglas Murray. That's like oh, what you mean, Are we talking Sam
1: Rukov? Yes. Like, what I yeah, saw... I- Go for yeah. it. It's unbelievable how he has transformed his, his body. And and maybe it's just, you know, maybe it's just the two or three years. I, I can't remember, Bob. Did we see him in 19 or not, not
0: until? No, 18? we saw him in 19. We did see okay. him in 19, yes. I,
1: I, I got to tell you, I. I don't remember him looking like that, and and you know maybe it's selective memory, maybe I'm thinking of another guy, but I just I I didn't recognize him at all. And um, so, like I said, especially on defense, Bob, you've got some real prospects there. You've got you've got you know basically all draft picks. You've got guys that are have now been within the organization two or three years. And I, I expect a few of those guys to play. I mean, we saw Caleb Jones and Ethan Baer emerge from the 2015 draft. I would not be surprised if two or three, I don't know about four, but let's say three defensemen that's, that that plays in the rookie game tomorrow or what I'm anticipating will play in the rookie game tomorrow, I expect them to see some time in the NHL. Not this year, but eventually. And when you think about the percentages, Bob, that's still saying something.
0: I have, look, Broberg and Samarukov are going to play in the NHL. And I'm like, Doug, Douglas Murray was 6'3, 245. He didn't play in the NHL until he was like 25, 26 years of age. And well, sa- and Samarukov was a third rounder. It's not like we're talking about a top right. 10 pick here. I think he was
1: 63rd. Yeah, like And, he was, and the yeah. other guy, I think it might have a chance. I mean, again, that, you know, I, he impressed us, I think, three years ago. I, I still don't mind Linen. I yeah. I still don't mind that guy. I, and maybe I'm stretching but I have a hunch he's going to find a way to play some games too. I don't know when or where but I feel like there's a, another guy or two beyond Broberg and Samarukov That are going to play NHL games on that back
0: end. Yeah, it'd be nice if it was a righty. I mean, Berglund six three, Kemp six three, Kesselin six five. Even DeHarnay, Jack, he's on an AHL deal right now. I could see him being a guy getting an NHL deal in another year. So we're on the same ilk that we believe that uh, you know the defense has the depth. Anybody stand out up front for you?
1: Well, really, you know, it's funny to say when you've got. Uh, Lavois and, and Borgo, your first and second rounders. But that entire line, and I'm going to include a guy, you know, we, we, it's very easy to say, oh, you know, Borgo looks good. Well, of course he does. He's a first round pick, and and uh, Rafa Lavois, you know, I think not too long ago, the Oilers were drafting in the 30s and, and not having a great deal of success with some early second round picks. I uh, I think Raphael Lavoie has changed quite a bit as well. I mean, I he he looks like he's going to be a player to me too. But it's it's funny to bring this up because I I don't know what his NHL future, if any, is. But the guy in the middle there, James Hamblin, I know he's an Edmonton kid, and I know he's a former Medicine Hat Tiger, and I know he contributed for a club that that won the Pacific Division playoffs last year in the American Hockey League. I think he's a perfect fit with those two. I, I think he's a player too, Bob. I like him. I, I mean, look, I I don't know enough to whether whether or not he can somehow carve out uh, a sliver of NHL games for himself years from now. But I'll tell you this: he doesn't hold those other two guys back. He's playing between you know two the two. Uh, most highly-touted prospects up front that Edmonton's brought to rookie camp, he's playing between those two guys. And he doesn't look out of place at all, in my
0: opinion, Jack. I saw him play back in twelve thirteen. He was on that same Bantam Triple A team with the South Side, with Tyler Benson as well as Stewart Skinner. Jack Michaels joining us. Jack, uh, look, these... so he knows how to play with good players, is what you're saying? Yeah, he was a year younger than ben- Benson. I was in Benson's WHL Bantam year where he tore up, uh, the, you know, broke Ty Reddy's record. Jack, uh, look, next year at this time we might be in Penticton. Uh, you know, we're going to do the we're going to do the game. Uh, Tomorrow it's going to be on uh, Oilers TV. That's how people can ac- access it. It's the webcast. Tomorrow's also an Elks broadcast, and uh, they got a big one against the, uh, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Do you have any humorous stories involving our work together uh, in Penticton over the years? Possibly discussing, you know, second, third round draft choices. Maybe some that didn't pan out. <laughs> Well, <laughs>
1: there, there have been a, you've you've uttered a couple of fun lines over our years together. Uh, some very uh, self-deprecating, uh, some deservedly uh, giving your partner some shade. I certainly have earned that on times, but I, I did enjoy, uh, you know, an Oilers prospect who had been after it a, a few years. Uh, you, you know, I was saying, you know, he's 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 got a real he's got a real opportunity here to potentially, you know, earn some games and in, in Oklahoma City and and maybe be a be a regular in, in Bakersfield. And I remember you cut me off and said, Jack, he's going to be in Bakersfield. He'll be in Bakersfield. <laughs> in other words you know, not being a wet blanket, but telling me to pu- pump the brakes on my enthusiasm. And then the other one I enjoy is uh, actually, we weren't even on the air yet. We were going over some final pregame notes, you and I were, and uh, you said, this guy's back? Haven't they retired his number in this building yet? I believe it was his third or fourth kick at the can at the uh, Penticton Young Stars Tournament, and you, as I recall, felt that the Term
0: young stars might not apply to this guy. He might be, uh, you know, certainly, certainly older than some of your first cousins. Yes. Uh, so we'll, we'll uh, keep that. We'll keep that player nameless, Cameron Abney. But that's neither. That's neither here nor there. So hey, they don't all pan out. And there was a time in which the Oilers, hey, they were looking for some toughness, and somebody stepped up and took Abney in the third round, I think, in 2009. I was at that draft in Montreal. Oh, by the way, Jack. The draft is in Montreal next July, July 7th and 8th. That, that's There's worse places to have an NHL entry draft. I know Montreal is one of your favorite Canadian cities. Well, we've been hoping
1: to get there for a couple years, Bob. Uh, We were really looking forward to it, and obviously, you know, it didn't pan out in 2020, so I know you and I are cautiously optimistic that we'll have a chance to enjoy that city together uh, next summer. Uh, The other thing I'll tell you is – if you think about it over the years, and, and I know this is one of your favorite subjects, but toughness has played a role at, at the Youngstars yep. tournament. We've seen some careers altered one way or the other. And you know, a guy that sure we've we've kind of poked fun at over the years, but I think he I think he earned some respect and earned some raised eyebrows and now he's a fixture in the Calgary Flames lineup. Uh, you know, Rasmus Anderson willing to right. you know willing to go head up against Against Nurse. It did not go well for him, but I believe, you know, that first impression, stepping up, almost being the agitator in that bout and, and taking a licking and, and, and he kept on ticking. He didn't, you know, he didn't back down. I think that, you know. I think that got his pro career off to a good start. Because as I recall, Bob, and, and maybe I'm wrong here because I don't have the numbers off the top of my head, but I don't remember him being an NHL lock at that particular point in time. I really don't.
0: Maybe I'm way off base. No, there. no. I mean, he was, you know, he was a bit, I mean, an offensive minded player as opposed to Sam Marukov, who's more of a defensive minded guy. But Rasmus Anderson was a second round pick, 53rd overall, right. 2015. Yeah, I,
1: right? I was just gonna say I don't remember him being drafted in the top forty. So you know, again, it just goes to show you that at rookie camp there is a chance, you know, to make an impression. And and some guys, you know, get life changing deals out of it, you know, and, and maybe they don't end up as NHL players, but you know, there's there's been some nice stories of Braden Christopher who's, who's gotten himself a pro contract. The, this is why you go to rookie camp. This is why the players play hard is because you have a chance to make a first impression that can really alter your future in the game and your family's future. You have a chance to make that first statement, and it only arrives once.
0: And Braden Christopher and Otto Regina Pats from Sherwood Park ended up four years in the Oilers' farm system in the HL. He's currently playing in the SM Liga. Uh, Jack, it did go the other way. I, I remember the shock when Colton Tubert who right. you, the oilers had acquired his Adam po- polisek on him. Yeah, well yeah, Adam Polisac and I mean it was never the same for Colton Tubert after that, Jack. In fairness, it wasn't.
1: No it and, and you know again this that sort of that sort of thing could happen in a fight I I would suggest to you uh, you know a, an established NHL or Theo Peckham that bout with Nathan Horton might have changed his career a little bit you know you, you never know and and I'm not I'm not you know pointing out oh just the fights again uh, you can you can get on people's radar there was a guy I think he dressed that that first year we did the game Games in Penticton, was there not a guy who who came with the Anaheim Ducks that we ended up resurfacing in the NHL? Bit of a tough guy. I, I I can't... The name escapes me, but there have been guys who've showed up at that camp without, you know, American League deals that have kind of earned notice, earned themselves a contract, and once you have that first pro contract, Bob, you just like you can make the most of your rookie camp, you can make the most of of earning a nod with that first first pro contract. There is a path to the NHL once you earn that first pro contract. And sometimes the way to earn it is by shining at the rookie camp.
0: 2014 in Penticton. I just remember Nikolai Ehlers with Winnipeg, how good he was. I was like, I mean, the Oilers got Leon third that year, Jack, and Nikolai Ehlers is a heck of a player, no question. All right, right, got to switch focus very quickly. You're a Cleveland Browns fan. They played about as good as you can. Or did they against KC? Give me your assessment. I mean, you have to be pretty happy with the overall performance even though they didn't get the W.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a classic case of a team uh, that's you know not quite ready to win the big games yet. Three turnovers in the final 20 minutes of the game. And you know when you're playing in Kansas City, you've got to play a perfect game. You can't play a near-perfect game. And I think what you saw was a team that played a near-perfect game, but that made three costly mistakes in the final 20 minutes to not only let Kansas City back in it, but win it. And that's, you know what, Bob? We're in the midst of that process right now with the Evans. Oilers in terms of their you know playoff potential. It is very rare that a team in their first kick at the postseason can, their second. You, you sometimes need three and four and five and six tries. Uh, and, and that's what Edmonton has to do and continue to do this year is establish itself a t- as a team that's going to be one of the final 16 each and every year. Then from there, that's when you start getting into the narrow parts of the field and giving yourself one shot after another to win a Stanley Cup. It rarely comes on the very first opportunity you have. You only need to look at the last several champions to establish that fact. Tampa, St. Louis, Washington, they didn't win on their first chance. They needed five and six and seven and eight, and in Washington's case, I believe nine chances before they got over the hill.
0: Jack, see you tomorrow. Always a pleasure, Bob. Thanks. You bet. That's Jack Michaels from NHL Hockey and Rogers. 60 regional broadcasts this year, and the Oilers Radio Network as well. There's an old saying in the car business, cars cost less than a task when Brent Ridge Ford... We had Brad Pascal on today, and I got a text from Uncle Milt. He's saying the the Calgary Flames fan in the office is, is loving all this Flames talk and orders now. Well, we needed to find out. We needed to get educated on some of the Flames prospects. Brent Rich Ford and the gang of Atasco committed to providing unequaled automotive excellence, resulting in completely satisfied lifetime customers. If you currently have a vehicle that you're not using enough, payments or interest rates that are too high, a vehicle you may want to sell, refinance, or trade in for something different, go visit Uncle Milt Rich, Johnny in the gang at Brent Rich Ford to give him a call. 1 Seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three, 3673 or visit Brentridge.com. To this day in Oilers History for New West Travel, we will tell you that uh, once borders get open, New West Travel will be back up and at them with Oilers Now Road trips. You never know who's going to show up for mixers on the road. We've had some of the greatest players in the history of the game join us. Uh, on this date back in 2018, Brandon S. Scott, what happened? Defenseman Darnell Nurse signed a uh, two-year, $6.4
1: million contract to stay in Edmonton. The seventh overall pick from 2013. Nurse smashed his previous career high with 16 goals and just 56 regular season games last year. He was a plus 27 as well.
0: And they don't need him fighting a lot. <laughs> Let's just see what happens here over the next three to four weeks. Do the Oilers add, they've got, do they add one more guy? I mean, it was interesting, the addition, the addition that they made, Colton Sheever. I mean, there's a guy that could play fourth line right wing. Interesting, interesting PTO addition. Is there another one coming? Is there somebody that might get potentially waived? I'll be intrigued to see what happens. Uh, Reed Wilkins has inside sports tonight. What's he got shaken, Brendan? You'll hear from Elk's in-game analyst here
1: on 630 Chad Eddie Steele, former Edmonton football team quarterback Ricky Ray, looking back to his first CFL start in 2002. And, hey, are you on the show today?
0: I am. Uh, We'll see where I'm doing that interview from. There's an outside chance I may be in a building. We'll wait and see on that front. Coming up on Monday's edition of Orders Now, we are working on a couple of unique guests, but we will tell you that uh, we will have a recap of uh, uh, the rookie broadcast I want to mention again. It is available on www.edmontonorders.com tomorrow at 5 o'clock, a webcast with Jack and myself. Uh, John Shannon, of course, our NHL insider for Legacy Heating and Cooling, will join us on Monday as well. Up next, a global. It's five o'clock for the webcast. The Oilers game. A reminder: the Elks game, seven forty-five kickoff. Pre-game showed six on six thirty. Chad on Saturday. Morley, Scott, Dave Campbell, Eddie Steele, Blake Dermot, Brendan Escott. Cast of thousands. Up next: global news, weather, traffic update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from two to three. Monday through Friday here on six thirty. Chad. It's the six thirty. Chad afternoons with Jay Lynn Nye. Have a wonderful weekend, everybody. So long, everybody from Oilers. Now.